Hi everyone, hello. And this is what we are calling the Faith Sprout Podcast. We're hosting it here on YouTube. How we came about this, one day we were at the beach, as we always are. We always like, we always sit on this couch and we always have such deep conversations and such meaningful things that we just would love to share with you. And one day we were reading through this one like devotional at the beach. Yeah. And something about it, I don't even remember what it was. It was somewhere along the lines of just, just getting to God out there. Yeah. It was just like a platform and just like an opportunity. And, and motivation. And that. We thought for our first, our very first episode, we are just going to share our testimonies. And I think there's so much power in that. Truth about who you are as a person comes from your testimony. Testimony is basically where you share your journey of your faith, how you found God, how, how you came back on track, how you've grown, like what led you to God. What we're basically going to be doing on this podcast is just having real conversations about God and about our faith journey, which I think there actually needs to be more of. I feel like a lot of times on YouTube there's like motivational speakers yeah. and like pastors preaching what you need to do and I feel like there should be more just like a relaxed setting. A relaxed setting. You are having a conversation with your friends about God. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So a lot of testimonies start like this, but I grew up in a Christian household. I grew up in a Christian family. It's been like, oh, like my, my testimony almost doesn't sound interesting. But I think there is so much, there's such a blessing in growing up in a Christian household. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think that in and of itself is such a blessing. So I grew up in a Christian household. My whole family is Christian. They led me to the Lord from a very early age. And I don't like using the word religious. Yeah. I don't think no, of I myself as, I don't think of myself as religious. I absolutely hate the term because it comes with the thought of go to church every Sunday. You have to sit in a pew. You have to read your Bible. You have to pray every night. You have to do this and this. Yeah, just so many stereotypes and, and rules about it. And the, it's, it's always sad, but the, the whole thing behind religion is like rules and following rules. And that's not at all what Christianity for me is about. It's about yeah. a relationship with God. A and the love that he gives yeah. you. The love that he gives you. And it's a relationship and it's always a journey. It's always a process. Yeah. Um, and I think there's so much love in it that people don't see so i like to think of it as a relationship it's a faith it's you know but yeah so basically i grew up in a christian household somewhere like my whole life there was always i knew god was there yeah yeah but i didn't know i almost didn't realize how real he was and how really he is with me so i went to boarding school and i left home and for the first time ever i think life was hard yeah. I want to say before that for me life was almost not this so hard. Life. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I was far away from home. I had no friends because I came from a very small town, very small school. Had no friends. Was absolutely depressed and like could not come home for weeks at a time. And I just like fell off the rails. Being surrounded by so many people I don't know, have no friends. Also going into high school for you and not being very secure in your faith mm. you, you lose a lot of that because you're you're stressing you've got anxiety yeah, that, and around that time i had broken my rib oh. and we still hadn't known where the pain was from i was living with chronic pain like 24 7 i would wake up like, not only pain but i would wake up every single morning two years with heart palpitations from anxiety yeah. i would wake up and i was anxious 
like the first thing I thought of was, oh my gosh, my heart is racing and I have pain in my shoulder, like incredible pain. First thing every single morning. And you know that what they say like, like speaking, like, yeah, when, they say like win the morning, win the day, whatever. Mm. I was not winning the morning. They say that. It got so bad that like, I eventually like developed like depression. Mm. I was in such a deep like fear all the time. Constant fear, constant like, just like feeling like I don't belong. And it was just so terrible. Then lockdown hit. And can I tell you, I was so grateful for this lockdown. I've never been more grateful. I could be at home all the time. I was scrolling on TikTok um, in lockdown as we do. And I came across Christian TikTok. Mm. And they were like encouraging me to read my Bible. So I was like, well, I don't have much else to do. Yeah. And this looks interesting. So I started reading my Bible. Seriously got into reading my Bible and seriously got into spending time with God. And when you have nothing else to do and you just spend time with God, <laughs> wow. Six month lockdown, and I wanna say for like five of those months, I was getting so close to God. I was going to church, my favorite church, like I found my people, whatever. And I was just praying, reading the Bible. There's so much power in reading the Bible, mm. in reading scripture, you really don't think so, but that is the living word. And a lot of my friends and, and people that I know, they're very, they want to grow in it because they're, they're surrounded by Christians, not many, not many from where like I am, but like they are and they want to grow in it, but their one big red flag is the Bible. Like yeah. they're very against it. And it's and it's gotten them locked like not hate, but like people people just don't agree with the Bible and like yeah. there's a lot of things that just scare them off, but the things they've never really given it the chance. And you there's know? a lot of things I think that are taken so out of context. Yeah. That if you don't really do the research behind it, you go, What is this? But then putting it into context, it's beautiful, it's loving, yeah. it's gracious, it's it's Jesus like love later to you, it's not a rule book. And I get back to school, right, after these six months, however long, like it was a long time. I get back, to, journey. I get back to school, to this place where I've only ever known anxiety and depression and fear and constant worry. Yes, there were good times, but this was what it was, an environment of just like anxiety for me. And I get back. And for the first time being back, for the first time in two years, I want to say, yeah. I felt no anxiety. And I, and I realized, and I go, my heart is not racing. I go, I'm, like, I've been healed. Like, I'm, actually, I'm back here in this place. I'm mm -hmm. making friends. People who are in my dorm are coming to me and being like, you okay, Lee? We didn't know, like, that you spoke. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we didn't know that... You had a personality too much. <laughs> Something has changed. And for the first time ever, I want to say, if you don't feel confident, if you have for a long time realized like, oh, I'm not confident like I used to be, mm. God can give you confidence. Yeah. For the first time ever, I felt confident to walk around campus and not feel like I need to look over my shoulder. Yeah, because you know he's there. He's yeah. with you yeah. all the time. And know. I got this newfound confidence this new stuff found like security in who I am. Mm. And for the first time ever, I had woken up in that hostel without heart palpitations. And it was like one of the most like, profound things I've ever yeah. felt in my whole life. And for you, and I knew that was God. I knew yeah. that was Jesus. Yeah. And for me, what took away that anxiety was not just, oh, I believe in God. I would read scripture every day. And I had these verses. There was this one verse that whenever I felt anxiety coming on, I would repeat mm -hmm. it over and over and over in my head. And I think it was so powerful because there is so much power in scripture. This one verse, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Mm -hmm. And when I felt anxiety, I would just, who the sun sets free is free indeed. 
with the sunset spray, it's crazy. And I eventually, like, I believed that. And I was free. Um, and I had joined, like, no clubs, no extracurricular, I had no friends, because I was, well, yeah, I had a few friends. But, like, yeah. you know, like compared to what I have now, compared to the amount of love I have for people, yeah. I was nowhere. And I became a leader on in like the youth group at my school. I became captain of the ballroom club, um, president of Interact Club, I became a prefect. I had never seen myself become you, you any of those flourished. things. One of the teachers told me, he knew me when I was in grade nine, when I had like, mm. so like, it was so bad. And he was like, your growth has been exponential. And that is because of God. I can tell you right now, I would not be where I am today were it not for God. Yeah. I don't have the friends, the people, the like joy I have, the confidence, the peace. The peace is incredible. Yeah. And one song I will never forget got me through it was Peace by Hillsong. That oh, song okay. is so powerful. Obviously, you've spoken about your, you've grown up in, in a Christian household. Mm. And that's where the seeds planted. Mm, but for, for sure. Like, from what I understand, that, that lockdown, that was when it completely got watered. That's yeah. when you watered, and that's when it sprouted and it grew. And because of that, you flourished into like the most beautiful flower that you are today. Um, <laughs> And I mean, ever since then, just like the relationship I have with God, yeah. like I speak to him constantly. He speaks back to me in like fascinating ways, the amazing things he's given me. And just the fact that I know that is from God. Yeah. Like God is so real. Things in my life that cannot be explained can only be explained by God. Incredible blessings I've had. Don't get me wrong. There's been ups and downs. Mm. Being a Christian is not easy. It's not for, not the, soft. It's not for the soft, but what it does give you. It gives you hope mm. and it gives you purpose. It does for sure. It gives you such a purpose. And, and it just, yeah, it just gives you contentment with where you are. I feel like before I would look at my life and where am I going with it? What am I doing? And it just, it gives you an anchor to hold on to. And because it gives you an incredible frame. You turn your head and it's like, oh my word, you're there. Like, what am I, what am I worried about? For you sure, know? for sure. Yeah. Just before Jade goes on to tell us about her testimony, I just want to share this one thing that I read in this book by Rick Warren, absolute great author. Mm. The book is called something about purpose. I'll put it on the screen. But basically he put this quote in by George Bernard Shaw. And this is something that in that time I was in grade nine and I just found God again. And this was such a good thing that just stuck with me, this quote. This is the true joy of life. The being used up for a purpose, recognized by yourself as a mighty one. Being a force of nature instead of a feverish, selfish little clot of elements and grievances complaining that the world will not devote itself to making you happy. The whole thing about purpose, being recognized by yourself as a mighty one. There's so much purpose in just knowing God. You yeah. knowing your creator and being able to speak to the creator of the universe. The need for God, the need to know where you come from, the need to look for a God, mm. which people often don't find in God is like a holy signal inside of you to be like, hey, look for me. Yeah. Like that God put inside our hearts and our soul. God was like, hey, look for me. Yeah. You know, because goes back to free will and this is a whole nother com conversation. The faith to have in him shows true love. You know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't want robots. He doesn't want servants. Yeah, like, he wants friendship and true love. Yeah. Like, and so he can't force you to love him. He can't force you to believe in him. But I think this homing signal for purpose, the need for purpose, the need for success, the need for all these things, just like the need for something like to fill you, because a lot of people are empty yes. and are searching for something to fill them, mm -hmm. comes from God. Yes, your purpose is to love Him, 
because that's just you know not that's your creator yeah but at the same time he wants joy for you yeah he wants wants joy in your life he wants to give you like an abundance he wants to bless you he wants to give you so many things because he loves you and we love him for that we love because he loved us first yeah yeah yeah. a lot of people miss the point that god is love and i think a lot of people don't see it that way because oftentimes like even with your parents they want the best for you but you don't always Mm. see that where you are and because we're humans, we don't think like God. We can't understand Our thoughts are not like his. No. So we don't always understand. But he can see tomorrow. We can't. Yeah. So if he takes something from you, basically, yeah. you're going like to receive you, you can't 10 times more. You're going to receive 10, mm-hmm. 100,000 times more. And he's going to be protecting you from something. Mm-hmm. So we're always in my life. And this comes back to gratitude. And just like having faith and trusting God. When something goes wrong, I go, thank you. So like in the same situation as you, but not completely, because my parents consider themselves to be Christians, but they aren't strong in their faith, Mm -hmm. you know. And like for me growing up, we we pray at the table, but that was pretty much it. It was it's like God is real, Jesus died for us, like Hallelujah, praise the Lord. But like it was it was like the basics. So I didn't really have a proper understanding of that. Never went to church, you know. Um, and there's like this one phase that I went through, but also when I was 12 or 11, where I just didn't pray, like I've completely forgotten the existence, you know? Um, and I wouldn't say it was a bad phase that I went through, but I wouldn't say that I was completely like happy, you know? Like I was very insecure as well. And I know I was like a child, but like a very, very insecure and biting at me a lot. After you, you know, found yourself after grade nine, you kind of did like a pick up for me. And you took me to Oasis, our, our church. Yes. And that was like my first real moment where I was like, oh my word, like the Holy Spirit is inside of me. I'm overwhelmed. I can't actually like comprehend what's happening to me right now. That's like everything just skyrocketed. So I was in, I was in grade seven by the time. And I had this, this English teacher, Mrs. Spindle, I love her. After you took me there, I was like, oh my word, I'm so filled right now. Like I have so much to say. Um... And my class, I wouldn't say like anybody in my class was very strong in their faith at all. And after that, I was like, I need to tell the world about how good God is. Because I've never felt such fulfillment and such happiness within mm. me before. Like after that, after that one church, like after that, like I was just so overwhelmed with joy and happiness and fulfillment. So I went back to my class. I'm obviously very extroverted, but when it comes to speeches, I I hate them, I'm not very good at them, I can get really emotional when I do them. Not because it's a good speech, just because I don't want to do it, you know? Um, and after that, I was, I was like sticking my head up, like I want to do these. Because usually the teacher would do it, but eventually like, I put my head up and I was like, man, I, I really want to share something. I got the class to do it as well. That just made me want to grow as well, like what we said in the beginning. When, when you're doing something, you're preaching something, you want to learn more so that you can say more. Because after you've like preached to someone and they have questions to ask you, you're just like, oh my god, I need to know more so I can tell more. And just so I can know God more. Yeah. It's so fascinating how much there is to know. Yeah. And we'll never know everything. And I was like, I really need to get one, you know? Mm. We didn't really have one in the house because like, nobody read it. Like, my dad read it when he was younger. I don't know about my mom really. Couldn't find one. Mm. So I was like, I know what I want for Christmas. And I asked her, like, can I please get a Bible? And she came through and she gave me a Bible. Mm. Like, you know, you get like a little Bible and you're like, I can make notes. Yes. <laughs> and you, yeah. you read it. You can 
Trust. Like making making notes in the Bible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it makes it so much more fun, and and you really you, and it's pretty too. Mm, and you can just cooperate with it more. Yeah, you know? and you focus more, you and focus you like more you can evaluate. You can look back at what you wrote and be like, yeah. wow, okay, yeah. yeah like, so my journey on that began, and I read my Bible more and more, and I could I could go back to my class the next day, and I could talk to them about it, and I could be like, guys, like, oh my word. <laughs> He's broke. This is written here. It's, it's a whole new life. It really is. No, you really are. That's like with baptism, you know, like yeah. you're a new person when you come out of the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like when you make that decision to follow God and he just comes into your life. It's just like, it's just like, so. Yeah. But after my grade seven year, I was going to a whole new school. Mm-hmm. I knew for fact barely anybody there was Christian, you know. Yeah. So I was, I was, I was so scared, so terrified mm-hmm. because I was like, I'm going to lose everything. So that was like one of my biggest fears going into high school. Like my teacher was an atheist, um, but then everybody else, like my biology teacher, uh, heavy, heavy atheist, and he was trying to disprove everything. And it, it, it like made me very weak and uncomfortable, you know? And like, I mean, there are so many scientific things that just like prove what happened in the Bible. Like the yeah. Bible is not only just like, um, you call it a religious text, but it's a historical mm. account as well. Yeah, it is. So, for example, I'm not necessarily sure where I stand on evolution, but I don't debunk it completely. Mm. Because, okay, so for me, how I interpret, um, often like when Christians go like, oh, I feel this way about scripture, I'm like kind of iffy about it. But how I interpret evolution thing is like, I don't necessarily like debunk it completely. And I know the Big Bang Theory was literally like, proposed by a priest who wanted to explain scientifically what happened when God said, let there be life. Yeah. And so with like evolution for me, God is so infinite and you cannot put him in a box because he is God. With yeah. God, a human could. Yeah, he sees the box. I read this one scripture. A thousand years is like a day for God and a day is like a, for us is like a thousand years in heaven. Mm. And so basically meaning time does not limit God. But when it says... Earth was made in in like what six days, and on the seventh day he rested. Those six days that took for God to form the earth could have taken millions and millions and millions of years. Why? When you see a scripture and you and you're faced with another thing that contradicts it, I think a lot of things don't actually. Yeah. And like with that, obviously now I've evolved. (laughs) 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 I've grown much further, and I can understand it more. Um, but like, I'm in new little grade 8, but I'm not going to argue with you. And I was just really like, scared and not weak, but like, I just didn't feel like I had a foot to step on. Mm. And it's going to make me wobbly and I'm not going to be able to, to go further in this thing that I'm so passionate about. Mm. And like, after that, I think there was definitely a rough patch in grade 8 where I like, kind of fell off. But after that, like, it gave me so much motivation to go further because from being at like, not my lowest, um, but like from being at a low point, like remembering like, oh my word, like what you said, like God's right there. Yeah. He's right there. And if anything, it strengthened me because I've got so many things going against me, but because all of this is going against me, it gives me even more motivation to prove them wrong mm-hmm. and to grow further. Now I'm at a point where I'm like just so confident about it and I feel so loved and so strong. I can, I can help others grow, you know? Mm-hmm. And I haven't... I haven't grown fully yet, but I know that now, like, after all these trials, people want to know. Mm. People people have to grow, and I, as a friend to them, have to help them grow, you know, as well. But it always um, Yeah. 
And I think there's something exciting about that. Never know. Yeah. Just that. Because you never know what God's going to do with you. Yeah. Some days will always be better than others. Some days I'm like, you. I like your God must be so disappointed in me. But then at the same time, it's like, God is so proud of you. Yeah. And where you've come from. And I think when you feel guilty, it's almost like, oh, I don't want to spend time with God. Mm. And I feel guilty that I haven't been. And that's the wrong thing. He's always like, you'll come to me with open arms. And I know someone said like, after you feel like, oh no, you've disappointed God almost. That's the best time to go to him. Yeah. <laughs> that is the best time to go to him and be like, hey, like, I'm sorry. You know, yeah. I want to be back on track. I want to do the right thing. I want to spend time with you. And with the ups and downs, like it's not, your, your relationship with God is, is not always going to be like the same yeah. straight line. Just like our friendship. Yeah. Right, you know? What we're really trying to get across is that like, God's love changes people. Like you can go mm-hmm. from being at your worst to going to your best, and that's all through the power of God. Like there's so no true. And that and that there's so much more to life yeah. with God. And he's limitless. Like quite like what you said, you can't put God in a box. Mm-hmm. You never know what God can do with a broken life when you give him all the pieces. Mm-hmm. And so much of the time it's as a human, I'm so weak. I I just like giving it to God. It just mm-hmm. literally Putting it in his hands and trusting him and being like, and it sounds like cliche, being like, oh, give everything to God. So real. It is. (laughs) In just like shutting off your worries and this whole, it's like, let go and let God, you know? Yeah, let go and let God. Let go of your worries and just trust. Sit there with patience and peace in your heart, knowing that God will come through. Yeah. 100 times out of 100 times that has worked for me. Yeah. (laughs) When I've worried and stressed and been like, oh no, I can't do this. Yeah. It doesn't work out and then I give it to God and I go, God, you can do this. I cannot yeah. I cannot do this. I cannot do this on my own. You can. And then when you give it to him. When something fails, it's either God saying like this isn't for you, or you haven't included me in this for it to work out, do you know? <laughs> so true. Um, so yeah, this is our first episode. Thank you so much for listening all the way until here. <laughs> our testimonies are like a very like special part of like our journeys and like yeah, and our personality you know, our, and who, our character. Who I am yeah. today. <laughs> um, and so who I am, like I wouldn't be who I am today were it not for God and how he he like came into my life just exactly when I needed him. Yeah, it worked. And so yeah, thank you so much for listening. We really hope to do some more more of these. And hopefully, yeah. like, start building an audience, build people. And, like, even if not, we love doing this. Like, yeah, so it's just, so it just gives fun. us time to talk to each other. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully we can discuss topics and, you know, just really just have more mm. real conversations about God and be open about our struggles. Yeah. And, yeah. And get people to, to see him and love him and view him in the same way we do. Yeah. In the same way he views us, so. Exactly. Woo! Give you like a song suggestion. Oh, like yeah. a song every week or whenever we post, we want to give you like a suggestion. Thank you. My song suggestion for the week is one that we sang in, in our church. That we sing in our church. Yeah, it's by Maverick City Music. Such a go-to band. Maverick City Music have such great songs. I recommend all of their songs. <laughs> but the one that like was so pivotal for me in the time where I came to God was "I Thank God" by Maverick City Music and Upper Room. So good. Love that part where he goes, he picked me up, turned me around. Because he really did. Like, it was a 360 on my life. Mine is, he's a very, a lot, a lot of people know about him. 
um, but more by Jimmy Clifton. And it's basically like, not God singing, but like him singing from the perspective of God, like saying, mm-hmm. at your lowest, like, I'm still loving you and I'm here and I'm listening to you and I'm, I'm waiting for you to come back to me, my child. And so basically, like, the, the line, like, you picked me up, turned me around. Paul, in the Bible, he wrote, like, a lot of the New Testament. And this is mm-hmm. just, a, like, his testimony is so incredible because he persecuted Christians. Yeah. He was someone who murdered Christians and, like, had so much hatred in his heart. And on his way to, I think it was Damascus, he, like, he had an encounter with God. Similar to yeah. how we have found God. But he had an encounter with God. And had an absolute 360 in his life and got to a point in his relationship with God where he could hear God's voice so clearly that he ended up writing part, like the majority of the New Testament mm. in the Bible, which I think is like very powerful. So just to say like, no matter what point you are in your life, God can turn it around. So thank you so much for watching and um, hopefully we'll see you yeah, again. To bring you more. Feels way.